0: dive into the hive with jen and aaron and catch the buzz the business buzz
1: they're sharing your stories of success and inspiration because queen bees and worker bees are always better together and there's enough honey for everybody network and thrive network and thrive in the hive the buzz waterloo
2: <laughs> Season two, episode two. We are back. We have Allison here today. We've got Erin here today. Hello. hello. And uh, we actually just um, we had a busy weekend this weekend. We did the womb for walking baby show. So if you've listened to the podcast before, um, you we had carry on uh, from the womb to walking baby show, and. Uh, Erin and I, uh, put our booths right beside each other. So that was super fun.
1: Yeah. We had a good time, didn't we?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just like eating snacks all day and, uh, playing catch too. Playing catch. So I thought like one of something fun that we would do is we would like create some content in the lulls of the, of the day. Um, you know, I find trade shows can go, like, either way. They're either yeah. really exciting or they're... Super boring. Super boring. <laughs> and when nobody's visiting your booth and you're just kind of, like, twiddling your thumbs and, like... You have to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. You want some chocolate? Like you know, I and then I was like, okay. And then I started going to other vendors and spending money. And I don't even have babies. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I love buying stuff from other vendors. So I love meeting them and seeing what they do.
2: I bought this. Uh, I bought this wallet. I thought this was is that a, a chew toy? That's what I thought. <laughs> or that's not a chew toy? That's was. for dogs. But like, that, like a, tea, a, teething a teething ring. Teething yeah, yeah. yeah. Ring. Like oh God, I, don't, I love that you bought that. So I, that's what I thought. I'm like, is that a teether for baby? She's like, no, no, no. That's for mommies to buy. I'm like, oh. It looks like a tea it there. does look, but a I really tea. like it's the, cute I like the wallet on it so I'm I like, like the color yeah and so you can just basically um carry this around instead wrist, of yeah. yeah it goes on your wrist yeah cute, and though. I bought a headband yeah you always buy headbands <laughs> yeah you're a headband gal I but they suit <laughs> you. I like them the, I just can't stand like I, I actually wear my hair like you mm-hmm. all the time like yeah. if I'm going out anywhere but like at home, I can't stand my hair in my face. Yeah. Oh,
0: I have the weird bun on the top when I'm at home. Yeah, it's up on top of my head, like a, twisted, right all the thing, like a purple people eater. Horn. Yes, yes, yeah.
1: so it needs to be out of the way to get things done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, my
2: thinking—it's my thinking bun. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> Nobody needs to look glamorous when they're working from home. <laughs> no. I. Definitely don't. <laughs> or doing a podcast for that matter. I mean,
0: I look cute today. You, do, so you we look, all look cute. Yes,
2: you definitely look cute it's today. Included. You did your. Hair. So, do you do your hair every day? No, no. I would like to say yes, but no.
0: I have not. It will hold its curl for a couple of days, but I have an audition later today, so I need to. Amazing. Look what are you auditioning half for? Decent. Uh, I don't actually know. My agency sent me. I have to do a
2: self tape, so okay. that's when you record yourself, and then they send it in to look at. So. fun. So yeah. I, I should properly introduce Allison. Yeah. So um, Allison, is it Bork or Burke? Thank you for asking. It's Burke. Burke. Yeah. Okay. It's not spelled that way though. Okay. So. No, it's it's spelled Bork, <laughs> Yeah. Um, but but pronounced Burke. Okay. Yeah. So I've always called you Allison Burke, so Which that's is great. good. Um, Allison is the owner of Oxford Waterloo. Yeah. Oxford Learning Waterloo. And <laughs> also she does a million other things. I do.
1: Yeah. She's got, tell us all about what else you do.
2: Um, I model. I recently
0: started narrating audiobooks. I've doing some, I'm doing some commercial work. Uh, what else do we do? I'm on a bunch of boards in the region.
1: Amazing. Um, the
0: chamber. I'm yeah. On the chamber. I used to be on their board. Now I'm just one of the committee members still valid, but, um, I am the chair of the Libra credit union, Waterloo regional council. So
2: amazing. That's yeah. my bank. <laughs>
0: hey, it is. It is a great one to have your money
2: with if you are a business. So. I would say, and, and like a quick plug for Libro here, I had an issue last week and mm-hmm. it was a dumb issue, but I was trying to get, um, payroll hooked up for my staff on right. a different account anyways. And I literally, it was driving me nuts. i I've, was looking for answers online for like a week before yeah. I could bring myself to call. Cause I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be stuck waiting on freaking hold for an hour to talk to somebody like you are yeah. at all banks but to you're get not any with them answers. and no like so the guy answered and he's like hey how can i help you and i'm like okay here's my problem and i'm fully prepared to spend yeah. a lot of time waiting and then he's like okay let me just get my supervisor one sec she's like got this fixed for you that that oh and i noticed that you um, spent a lot of money in transactions last month we should change your account to this and i'll give you a refund for that my like, yeah. god they yeah. never
1: do yeah. that
0: i love about credit union too is, is that you own shares in the company Right. Yeah, it's you're not, an owner. it's not just a bank. You're an owner. And I love it. They gave, I always joke, they gave me money when nobody else would, when I bought my business. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, but you really feel like a human when you walk in Yeah, versus other big banks, you know, yeah. from my experience with them, Yeah, you know, you're another number in line. And I think as much as they try to change that, I don't think they change that company-wide for yeah. a company culture perspective. Yeah. So.
2: It's just different. It's crazy too, like when you start a business and you go in, you don't have business credit. Like you're no. incorpor- you're incorporated. <laughs> yeah. And like your business doesn't have any credit or any history. Yeah. So And you and I own very goodwill
0: based businesses. Right. Right. Like it's service based. Yeah. So what are they taking back? A few Apple computers, some Chromebooks, some tables that they probably have no use for if I fail. Yeah. So that was that was challenging when I was first trying to get credit. Cause yeah. it was also almost 11 years ago Yeah, and yeah, they gave me some money when no one else would. So I'm ever going to be grateful for that. But right.
2: so what did you like when you opened your business? Um, first of all, is it a franchise? It is a franchise. Yeah. Okay. So I used to own two locations in Waterloo, oh. sold the other one, um, which is in North
0: Waterloo. And then I kept the one at urban Fisher home and by Beachwood stairs.
2: Okay. Awesome. So when you started and you were like you know, what was your biggest expenditure when you were looking for money, like to begin? Uh as in like what cost me the most when yeah. I was running the business? Where, like what did you need money for? Like when you said, "Okay, I'm going to start this business," and you know, maybe this is something that I did not expect to cost so much money.
0: Yeah, so <laughs>
2: I had a weird situation that I
0: worked at the business before I owned it. So I actually purchased it from the former owner, and he had a lot of faith in me, so we did a vendor take back. So, for those that don't know, it's kind of like a mortgage, and then you need a down payment, and then you pay monthly for X amount of time. Right. So it's like a it's like a rent to own situation. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. so I did that. Um, but I needed to give him money as good faith and 40 K was, I think what the offer was. Yeah. And my mom and dad did help me out a little bit. They theoretically own like 4% of the business right. might even be six, but yeah. I like to go with four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and dad to this day won't take the money back cause he liked the profit check. So <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> get things in writing. I love my parents, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> so it was, um, I was naively was like, I'm going to own a business. It's going to be amazing. And then I saw what was coming in the bank every month. So I thought I could buy a second one right away. It's very stupid because I couldn't. Um, Staffing, I didn't quite realize how much staffing costs.
2: Me too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Me too. There's
1: a lot of costs that you don't realize come with that. You think, oh, I'm going to pay them this amount hourly. Not too bad. And then you're like, oh, that actually cost me more to do. Yeah. (laughs) But
0: and also too that I realized... A lot of things weren't done efficiently, so generationally too. So Mm -hmm. I automated a lot of things, right? So the former owner is a lovely man, but he used to sit there and, you know, put stuff into, I forget exactly, Sage accounting was what he did.
2: I remember that. But it was
0: like old school typing it all in. It was only 11 years ago. It shouldn't have been quite so old school, but he was. And when I took it over, I'm like, okay, (laughs) how are we going to fix this? And so I started um, auto like auto paying from a payroll, payroll company as well. Like I'm a firm believer in paying somebody what they know how to do. Yeah. Their expertise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not great. I can put all the numbers in, but I'm not doing all the tax stuff and all those things. Me neither. Right. Pay a company. Yeah. Same with accountant. Pay your accountant. Do not try to do it yourself. Yeah. Um. And then that was a huge expenditure. And then I also started to auto run all my credit cards and my auto debits instead of sitting there and wasting an hour and a half to two hours of my life, punching in the credit cards into the physical machine. Yeah. I, and I think that gave me hours back and not to diminish what my other part-time workers are worth because they're worth so much to my business, but you know, for a problem or something that could cost say a minimum wage task versus what I would bill myself out at, I yeah. needed to reevaluate that.
2: And I think not enough of us do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Automation and processes and systems are so important with, yep. with any business. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think a lot of the times the success of a business is just really based on how well you can do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. like how many, how well you, can I think,
1: it, I yeah, like for me, I have a control thing I like to be in control of everything but then you get overwhelmed and it's just like Mm -hmm. why am I trying to wear all the hats yeah when I could outsource this to somebody else who's gonna do it better more efficiently and pay them exactly what you said like your own time is worth more to you than that um and you have to spend money to make money exactly yeah and for me that was a hard thing to um get over. It's still a hard thing. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, well, I could do this by myself, but I didn't. And I'm like, Nope, Nope. I got to just, I don't want to do it by myself. I don't want to.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And developing leaders too. I think in my education director, Karen is phenomenal. And, and she's grown as a leader in the last two years and it's been awesome to see and, but investing in your team. Mm -hmm. So I invested in a leadership course for her and Mm -hmm. have her do those things. Does it take two and a half hours out of, you know, a morning Where she's part of that course and then I have to step up to cover off some of her? Absolutely. But But is it going to make everything else better and the process is better and how she manages our team? Because we have a lot of part-time teachers.
1: And that probably makes her feel appreciate it as well. You so. are investing in her, right? Yeah, yeah. I hope so. Yeah. You hope they appreciate that. Yeah.
0: And I've pulled back from the day-to-day stuff because again, in order to be an effective owner for the size of a business that we are, I have to do more marketing, more fun things yeah. like this, yeah. being out in the community. Yeah. And so I don't always see my part-time teachers as much. And I don't know that they know how much I do. I think they think I don't I, work. Yeah. And. That was a hard pill for me to swallow. To be like, you know what? It doesn't matter if they don't know. It would be great
1: if they did. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but they, it doesn't matter that they don't know. Yeah. Um, you
1: spend a lot of time working on the business, not in the business. Yes. A lot of stuff you don't see, right?
2: Yeah. 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 I agree with you on that, like ten thousand yeah. percent. Because I will tell you that <laughs> when those girls come to get, the, they're probably here right now, yeah. parked outside, come to get their stuff every day. I'm sure that they think that I just
1: do nothing but collect in money. In
2: And oh, and and I'm rich too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Oh, every business owner is rich. Didn't you know that? Oh, (laughs) totally. Rolling in it, rolling in it. Because
0: I didn't just transfer money from one account to another this morning to make sure that I had money for something else later today exactly
2: yeah. but that's the that's the thing right like you you have a small business does not mean you you even necessarily like especially when you're starting you're not even making as much as your staff sometimes no. No. or anything true. or anything at all but as much as like I'm like oh you guys get paid this week <laughs> I'm not <laughs> must be nice <laughs> I'm like hmm, maybe I could read audiobooks too yeah <laughs> It helps. It helps. Yeah. <laughs> you know, funny, but not funny. Like yeah. that's, that's the truth of like, that's the ugly truth of business ownership. And mm-hmm. you have to make sure that you can always pay your staff. Absolutely.
0: And cause they are your bread and butter and eventually it will come where you're consistently paying yourself. Um, and COVID was hard for everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. most, most businesses, if yeah. you're a tech, you were doing great. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a hard thing to pull away from even just understanding and being okay with the fact that maybe they don't understand everything, that your staff doesn't necessarily be, it's not okay with it. Yeah. And I struggle sometimes still.
1: I get it because you almost want to sit them down and say, Hey, do you want to see my expenses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, not even
0: expenses, but sometimes like the understanding of that, yes, I appreciate that you're here till 8 PM, yeah. uh, but I'm leaving at four. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not going home at four to sit and watch Netflix on my yeah. couch. I mean, there's the odd time I have, if I'm honest, you need to, but sometimes, yeah, but that's not the day to day, but I'm also, you know, turning on my computer at on Saturday at 3 PM and working for three or four hours. And yeah. I'm not asking people to do that. And so I think it was the being okay with being okay that they don't know. Yeah. And I do still struggle with that, but I'm like,
1: Oh, I'm leaving now. Cause I'm going to an event it's cool. It's kind of like, you feel like you have to prove yourself. Almost. Yeah. And so I get that accepting that you like, you don't have to,
0: And you know, the men yourself. in my life don't do it. Right. The men that I know that are in business don't do it. And it's just, that's. and I will, point. I want to get to that place. And I, I think I'm close some days and then mm-hmm. something else hits you in the face and you're like, ah, I'm not there yet. And that's yeah. okay. But it, it is just an interesting realization and mm-hmm. not to throw all the gender stuff out there. But I mean, there is a disparity in that they're very unapologetic for things. And I think we as women could take that as a lesson and and stop being so apologetic about our actions. And
1: we carry guilt too, which I feel
2: like they don't necessarily.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't think so either.
2: (laughs) Well, I like, I think by nature, women are more emotional, right? Yes. And as more emotional people, we're, I think a lot of the time, worrying about what other people think about us mm-hmm. like uh, and that's the truth and that's not always about that's not always about you know worrying about what people think of us physically mm-hmm. or it's a lot of the or emotionally And a lot of the time that is actually in business like yeah. how am I being perceived as a as a person as a business owner like that is stressful stuff to have yeah on your conscience too right yeah and maybe men like my husband owns a business and he, I don't think he thinks about that stuff at all. Like mm-hmm. it's, yeah, we'd love to be in their brain for, for like an hour. Yeah. Just an hour longer than that would be a little too much. They would, hate it, in would, a, they would hate it in our brains. <laughs> absolutely.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a lot of growth to that. Women try to ha- actually put the effort into doing.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I know a lot of men in my, in my circle that, also do that work. Yeah. Um, You know, I've surrounded myself in the last two years with a community of people who have tremendous insight and support around both my businesses, my personal life. And and, then that to me is like having a community that can help you, feel great about you and what you're doing and propel you forward mm-hmm. makes all the difference. I am a completely different human to who I was two years ago. Yeah. And that is very much in part to the work I've done, but also I'm grateful
2: and indebted to my community serving me and Tran- me. Transformational Huge. Um, and I, I feel like I'm sort of putting myself through something like that, similar mm-hmm. now. And that's just normal. That's the evolution of growth. That's the evolution you know, not you're everybody growing does up. it though. You know, not, not everybody. Everybody does, does
1: it. it. But do you find like your business has definitely helped you grow as a person?
0: Yeah, differently. It's, differently. It's and yeah. an and I was not a great leader yes. when I first took over. Yeah. I was a boss. Okay. And I wasn't a leader. And I think I thought Owning the business was just telling people what to and do, and I'm going to do, do the yeah. things, and I did all the jobs you did, so yeah. Now I it's your know turn to do it, yeah. and yeah. And I think that it took time to realize, like I'm great at telling people what to do. I really am. I've not, and it. I <laughs> and I own that strength. <laughs> That's good. no, I'm not always great at delegating, mm-hmm. but I'm good at telling you what to do. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I also think that there's a way to approach it now. And I, and I've done the work on taking leadership courses and doing different things Mm -hmm. and trying to really include some of my team in those decisions because it has them more invested too. And I want them to be heard. Yeah.
2: So I think that takes time Mm -hmm. as well. You give them some skin in the game and they care more about your business. Mm -hmm. Like that's the. Yeah. uh, Usually you hope. You hope. (laughs) Nobody's going to care as much as you do. Never. Um, let's talk about personal life though, because Mm -hmm. I know like talking about evolution and growing, um, yeah. You are, I mean, you do so many things, but Mm -hmm. one of the things that I love about, you know, what you've done is you get up like super early in the morning, don't you? I do.
1: Are you a 5 a.m. person?
2: I am. (gasps) I'm actually a 4.55
1: a.m. person. (laughs)
2: Like, like, not a chance.
0: Because that 5 o'clock, I was really... I wasn't quite on time. So I had to move it to four 55 and that five minute switch when that four is on up front of that time, it is hard. And you, I would and, and you go to it. the
2: gym, you go to I move do. strong. Yeah. And with, that's the
0: community I was speaking about. Oh, I
2: love move strong.
0: Yeah. Well, we met yeah. them at our event. That's the community I was talking about. Oh, they are right. a group of people's amazing and helps yeah. everyone kind of be their best self. And we all have similar goals in mind. And that's
2: yeah, awesome. they're amazing. coming on the podcast in December, by the way. Oh, I can't
1: yeah. wait. Yeah. That'll be so much.
2: So fun. good.
0: Yeah. Coach Devore has changed my life.
2: He's like the nicest human being though. He
0: is so sweet. Yeah. yeah. He's changed my life. And when I say that stuff too, he gets all, I'll cry too. Cause I'm a suck. Um, <laughs> but he did, he changed my life. Oh, that's amazing. like, I put in the work Yeah, and that's what he reminds me. I put in the work. But he motivated true. you to do it. But he's, he's helped me and supported me to do it. And I'll ever be forever thankful to Sid Vanderpool, who I used to box with, who did connect me with Devor. Um, but yeah, that was life changing. And just the people that are in that community want, each other to win. And that's the point. Right. And I think that's when, you know, your intro says like there's enough honey for everybody. Like that's the point is that you can have
2: people in your circle that you can cheer for. Totally. Totally. You need that. Like you need that in your business life, in your personal life. Mm -hmm. And especially like, okay, so, um, yeah, And I sort of know this stuff from meeting you before, but yeah. you were a dancer when you were young. Yeah. You had an injury. You had an injury. Yeah, I've had five knee surgeries. Yeah, wow. five yeah. knee surgeries. <laughs> and you didn't think that you would ever be able to be in a place where you could be as flexible, as fit, as yeah. um, as athletic as you are today.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, flexibility, I'll say I've always had, but the mobility, yeah. the yeah. mobility
0: and the strength part. Yeah. I didn't think that would come back. Yeah. And I, I didn't think I had it in me anymore. Yeah. And the stuff I do at Moves Strong, you know, we're working on chin ups and I used to be like, what's the point? in? Why would I want to learn how to do a chin up? Yeah. I kind of want to now, yeah. which is weird. Yeah. I think it's still so weird. Um, I do handstands. And again, like a handstands at 42, like what? That's Why? amazing. But it's awesome. Yep. So I love it.
2: And it's those little changes in your body and in your abilities where you're like, oh my God, look, I can do this now. Mm-hmm. Like I never thought I would be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. So coming back to waking up early,
1: do you go to bed early too? About um, by 10. Okay. That's not I'm too not bad. a big...
0: I've never needed a ton of sleep. That's amazing. I've also worked on my sleep the last couple of years Mm because it is very important, but Mm -hmm. I average probably six and a half to 645 a night and anything less than six, I struggle, but I usually don't get a lot more than that and I'm pretty functional. Yeah. The
1: quality of sleep makes a huge difference, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I've definitely worked on the quality. I used to average probably about five hours pre Mm -hmm. doing hop 90 and move strong. And now I get to about six and a half to
2: 645. Not, not enough at all. So what time do you go to the gym?
0: Um, I'm there for 5.30. That's insanity. Yeah, I'm there for 5.30. Our classes are 5.30 to 6.30, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then home, shower, and off to work? We have our own little coffee lounge at the gym. So a handful of us that have that flexibility because nothing is open at 6.30. Mm -hmm. So we'll hang around for about half an hour, chat about the world problems in life and each other. And then, yeah, I'll go home, I'll shower,
2: usually then to work or a meeting. Nice. So you've really created like a family there. Like you've got friends, you've got family there now. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's so good for your mental health and Mm -hmm. your mental well-being, and probably keeps you sharper and focused at work too. Yeah, absolutely. There are other classes besides
0: 5.30 (laughs) (laughs) just in case people wanted to join. Um, you don't have to go at 5.30. (laughs) You don't have, I mean, we are a pretty fun bunch at 5.30, but I get it. And I am this energetic at 5.30 at 6.30 PM. It's, this is me until I die. Yeah. At like bedtime. Yeah.
1: That's so good. I don't have that energy. I think I, mean, I need to start waking up earlier.
2: I, I don't think that I could. like I, And I, this it sounds so bad, but I do best on eight hours of sleep. Like I don't think I that's need, bad. I think that's great. I need the otherwise, you know, come 10 o'clock in the morning, I am exhausted. Mm-hmm. I feel like crap you know, I have zero motivation. I just Mm -hmm. can't really get through the day unless I've got like eight or nine hours of sleep. Yeah. And I think everybody's
0: different. Different. They do say that seven to nine average. I maybe get seven to eight hours once every three to four months. That's Mm -hmm. just always kind of been how I am. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Some people are just different. Like my brother did a sleep study thing Mm -hmm. because he doesn't sleep very long either. Yeah. Five hours is what he gets. And he thought maybe I have sleeping problems. Yeah. Um, so he did the sleep study and they said, nope, you just have a good five hours. That's all you need. And I'd mm. say my dad's kind of the same. Yeah. So I'm like, why did I I not would argue get too that? it might be
0: something to be, like for me, when I cut out certain things in my diet, yes. that made a difference. I used to think I was just a really light sleeper.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know, I cut what out- What did you
1: cut out to fix
0: that? <laughs> all the things that people probably won't want to hear about. Gluten. But like, well, <laughs> well you, out, you can't eat
2: gluten anyway. I cut out
0: gluten because I, yeah, I actually have an allergy. I have like an anaphylactic. I have an EpiPen. Um, but it wasn't always like that, so- I mean, they've changed the way that they harvest wheat nowadays from when we were kids. Absolutely. Don't get me started on that. But I cut out dairy. Yep. All All dairy? Yeah, I can do goat cheese and I do butter. Okay. But yeah, for the most part, yeah, cut it all out. It's very inflammatory, anyway. Totally. So I did notice with, after all my surgeries, like that was a huge component too okay. of how I was moving as I felt really inflammatory. I don't do a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have it still because otherwise I'll just go crunching yeah, Go a little crazy. Totally. You need, but I you do need still to. have it, but not every day. Yeah. I wouldn't say I have it every day, not added sugar, anyways. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And Finding I also that balance push for you. Coffee. So a lot of those studies that show, I don't know all the exact studies, but I've learned it from Devorin stuff too, that once you, at least an hour after you wake up, then have coffee. So you shouldn't have it before oh. because it actually creates, I want to say it's the adenosine is how, what it's called um, in your brain. So then it's almost like you need it. So it's creating Aww. false... Um, adenosine instead of it, it, your body actually kind of letting it go first and then adding it in. So I don't rely on coffee. Yeah. I just start with dandelion tea. Yeah. And then an hour later I have coffee.
2: So. I cut out caffeine a couple of years ago mm-hmm. completely. I don't have diet pop or, or like anything with right. caffeine. Um, and then I occasionally will mm-hmm. have a uh, decaf iced coffee mm-hmm. like for a treat. Um, but when I was seeing a naturopath, she told me that, um, coffee in the morning for women primarily yeah. actually affects your blood sugar later on during the day. So because you're having um, you're having coffee in the morning, essentially like your it it tends to you might find that like two o'clock in the that afternoon leg. you just have a, but a part blood of that sugar is with spike. if you have it right away. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the part yeah. of it is the wait. hour. If you yeah. wait the
0: hour, an hour and a half then you have it. Mm -hmm. Then you avoid that dip. Mm -hmm. I typically don't have that dip because Mm -hmm. I do wait the hour. I only put coconut milk in my coffee.
2: Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Coconut milk is a, is a great alternative. Mm -hmm. Um, I, if I'm going to do something like this, I use almond milk because I have it. And like, quite frankly, I'm trying to eat. Not a little bit. I'm trying to eat a lot healthier and cleaner mm-hmm. these days. And so, you know, some things like you're, the shake that you have today, yeah. which is... Um, looks gross. What did you it, say was in it? It's just spinach and then a
0: Designs for Health protein powder. So it's a beef protein powder. Right on. So if you're vegan, it's not the way to go. Yeah. But it does have a lot of good protein in it. Yeah. And a little bit of almond milk. Yeah. And water.
1: So just because you said it's beef, do you have an issue with whey? Yeah. Yes. It's dairy, right? Oh, yeah. Whey is right. dairy. Yeah.
0: And then again, beef protein is just absorbed differently. Yeah. And it gives you it's that extra level of it, yeah. energy Absolutely. versus a vegan protein. That's yeah. awesome. I love it. And I've got some of my staff on it and I just think um it makes a huge difference. So mm-hmm. when you're all again, it's creating a different community at work as well. So yeah. I have a couple of my team, who's actually
2: doing the same nutrition program I did two years ago Amazing. because they see how
0: I eat, and it, it
2: and that's the hop that you're talking yeah, about, and yeah. that's from Move Strong from, from, De- yeah, from Devore. Devor, so. He's so nice. So, yeah. yeah, so there's a plug for Devore <laughs> at Move Strong over there. Um, okay, so Alison, quickly before we wrap up, tell me, tell us like a little bit for those people who don't actually know mm-hmm. what Oxford Learning is. Yeah, um, like tell us what you do there. So, it's a learning and study skills center for preschool, although we have to grade 12. So we have a half
0: day and full day option for preschool JK and SK. I also have a day school. So instead of the regular school system, I do have some kids that come to me full day. Okay, And then for grades one to grade 12, we do tutoring after school. So it's an hour to an hour and a half twice per week. And the main difference, um, from Oxford to any other kind of learning institution is that we're doing cognitive testing. So we're finding out how a kid learns first mm. and then academically where they are before we create an individual program for them. Um, it's like if you went to the doctor and they just gave you meds and didn't find out what was going on.
2: It's personalized.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's curated. Yeah, it's not just finding out your academic level because if someone is struggling with their visual memory or their auditory memory, yeah. I want to know that before I try to teach them.
1: Yeah, not one size fits all. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah, I yeah, love it. Yeah. So,
2: so how, can, how can um, people get in touch with you if they have any questions about potentially putting their children?
0: Yeah, so um, my email is waterloo at oxfordlearning.com exactly how it sounds. Yeah. Uh, and and you on Instagram. Our Instagram is at, at Oxford Learning Waterloo. So pretty simple. Yeah. It's probably the best way. You can phone us too, but most people these days are wanting to send emails. So.
2: And if you're looking for a model for any campaigns out <laughs> there, if you've yeah, got a I business model with for- Gemini
0: agencies, there so you go. reach out to the agents. It's pretty, yeah, it's great. It's it's nice to be involved in all sorts of different things. Because totally. I Keeps things interesting. Easily. So do I. Yeah. And I like to be able to make a difference in so many different avenues. So I think yeah. that keeps things fresh and then it
2: allows you to meet different people. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And your personal Instagram or your modeling Instagram, what's, what's the handle for that? It's A-L-L-I-E-K-B model. So Allie KB model. All right. Check her out on Instagram. Any questions, you can always contact her um, at Oxford Learning Waterloo. And we will see... Uh, we've got we've got some yoga happening Rebecca on Rebecca Rose is coming up next Rebecca yeah. Rose next on our next podcast amazing and then we're going to go back so quickly so sorry guys for last week um, because we had Gata Jane on the podcast and we had some major technical issues oh no. as we were happening this morning so we are going to re-record that and get that back up for you but that'll be uh, a little bit at a later date so thank you so much as always for listening yes thanks listen. to season thanks for two me too. and uh and we hope you enjoy listening if you've got any questions or if you want to be on the podcast, please reach out to us at the buzzwr on Instagram. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.